It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in theaters, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware as you cannot hide from the rage. This week is our annual All the Horror episode. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey there, Jim. Hey, hey, Bryce. And Murray, who can monster mash like nobody's business. Hey there, Merman. I do the mash. He does the monster mash. We also have a very special guest as we are joined by Kevin from the Jury Room Podcast. Welcome aboard the Rage Train, Kev. Ready to rage out with my age out. I don't know. I got nothing. Good enough. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. Kevin's a graveyard smash. Welcome to our 2022 All the Horror episode celebrating podcasting and all things horror, where there will be horror-themed podcasts, episodes every, pretty much every day in October. We are happy to be participating again this year for our third year, right? Three years. This is great. Just like every year, there will be team-ups with some of your favorite independent podcasts, where each podcast will have another guest from another podcast. From all the horror podcast gang of pods, there will be horror-themed podcasts from podcasters who do not normally even do horror podcasts. So this is going to be pretty damn exciting. You can find all the information at... All the horror 18 legal age dot wix site w i x s i t e dot com forward slash event and at Twitter and Instagram at all the horror 18. And our music, which you are about to hear very shortly, the all the horror music was created by Sean Faust. And you can find everything Sean at Sean Faust music.com, which will be in our show notes. Hell yeah. Hell motherfucking yeah. Here's the music. Oh, Kevin. This is what? Three years in the making. We've been friends for three years, I think. Pretty close. Has it been? Uh, nah, I've only been in the space for two. So well, then it's been two. Two years. Two years the day you started, I think, we became friends. Right. We, 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 we kind of connected pretty much early on, so I'm super excited to be here. Like, I think I jizzed a little bit when you invited me onto your show. I jizz all the time, but when hearing right. that you, I had super jizz. Was it like super jizz? Yeah, it was oh, like, yeah. you know, when I was 18 type super jizz, but... <laughs> Bryce sure doesn't jizz. Yeah, Bryce doesn't jizz anymore. So, uh, so why don't we tell everybody as much about Kevin and the Jury Room Podcast as you want to tell them? Well, my name is Kevin. I host of the Jury Room Podcast, super serious true crime podcast, uh, single hosted. Uh, I do bring a guest on. I've kind of been on a little bit of a hiatus this year. I do plan on coming back, um, but yeah, you can find me on most social media. But you can find me on most social media platforms at the jury room. I think it's at jury room podcast. And then you can find me on all the major uh, podcasting platforms, wherever you listen to this. Um, it is super serious. So if you're more into the comedy side of things, that is not my show, but yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to be here and kind of, uh, I guess, let loose, let my hair down, I guess, whatever you want to call it. That's right. Uh, yeah, it's a different side of my personality. You're you're usually pretty serious on your podcast, as I can attest. 
but yeah absolutely when, had you on for the jim jones episode that's right which i kind of made funny but maybe it wasn't supposed I'm to i'm intrigued be. by that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so but no sir no so so you are going to be back when are we going to have a new episode I'm hoping next month, but realistically, it's probably going to be at the beginning of the year, I think. Okay, well, I'm shooting for all the jury room fans that listen to us. Just but there's be ready. over a hundred episodes on my feed already, right? Yep. So there's a back catalog for people to go and check out and listen to and get a feel for the show. Perfect. So for whatever reason this year, we decided... We were going to have a little who, bit of fun with our horror episode this year. Who decided? I don't know how this came about, but because it was kind of one of the only new things that kind of came what out, did? we decided we were going to do a, a Monsters episode. Monsters. What about Hellraiser? Yeah, we couldn't get we Hellraiser. Get Remember Hellraiser. in Canada, we still can't watch it. Maybe Kevin uh, can. We can. Kevin, yeah, I mean, we could talk about Hellraiser, but who, Murray and I haven't who, had a chance to see it yet. Who picked yeah. Monsters? Uh, I... Th- I think it might be me. You did. Yeah. I think Fuck I did you. because because Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Monsters are awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. No. The older monsters. Oh, wait a minute. Don't do any spoilers, Don't Kevin. Don't spoil it. We Sorry. want to keep these people no in suspense. Spoilers. Oh, oh right. we're right. going to disagree. I, like I can already oh. tell. Yeah, this is. I'm this... trying to bend you over as fast as I can. Yeah, and I usually like that, right, from the start. <laughs> but so the first thing we're going to talk about is the actual movie from 1966, Monsters Go Home. Right? Monster that was go, it? Monster Go Home, yeah. It's mon- Monster? Oh, monster. it's Monster, no it plural. They just wanted one of the Monster to go home, right. not all of them. They all went home, but just one. They only wanted they only one. one. Is it actually Monster Go Home? Yes. For sure? Really? <laughs> For real? It's, it's not plural. No, I checked today. For it's Monster. So, it's so like, it's kind of like Evil Dies Tonight. The monster go home. Yeah. Mm. Oh, and we can talk about Hellraiser, by the way, because the new one sucks. Really? Yeah, but I can't see it it's yet. Nice. I've so only watched. I've only watched the it. first twenty minutes, and I liked it so far. We can't be friends anymore. Mm. Right now. <laughs> That's it. That's the you line know, in the just, sand. Just by, the, by the end of this episode, I think that might be <laughs> yeah, true. No, anyways, just, just wait till you wax us about the greatness of Rob Zombie. Well, well, here's here's the thing on our on our podcast. Rob Zombie does come up in discussion quite often. Sometimes. So this is going to be a great episode. Yeah. That's all I can tell you. So Bryce is going to tell us a little bit about Monster. Go home. Uh, I'm not calling it Monster Go Home. That's stupid. But that's the title. I'm going to call it Monsters Go Home because that makes more sense. It does, but that's not what they call it. Anyways, Monsters Go Home. Monster Go Home. Came out three months after its two-year run on television and plays like an extended version of the TV show. The show was entertaining in 20-some-odd minute bites, but unfortunately less so when dragged out to 90 minutes. The story follows the Munster family as they inherit a mansion in England. So they set off across the pond. There they encounter a devious British family that wants to keep them from getting their inheritance and tries to scare them away to no avail. There are some strange things going on in the basement and a weird subplot involving cousin Marilyn who has a crush on some young Brit. In the end, Herman ends up in a high-stakes drag race where he drives Dragula to victory and everybody and everything works out in the end. And all of this was brought to you in Technicolor. It was Technicolor. 
It is the first time we could see the Munsters in all their green glory. As a fan of the series, it is hard not to enjoy Fred Gwynn anytime he portrays Herman. There are some genuinely enjoyable moments peppered throughout this, but no big laughs and not enough story for a feature-length film. Anyone who has not seen the Munsters should avoid this until you have whetted your appetite with a few episodes of the original show. You need to fall in love with Herman first before you attempt watching this. And even then, Monsters Go Home will leave you feeling meh. Interesting. I mean, it's Fred Gwynn, right? So it's I love Fred, Fred Gwynn. Gwynn. It's Fred Gwynn. You guys, my cousin Vinny. Yeah. The dude. The, the two dude. Utes. Right. Two Utes. Yeah, and Pet Cemetery. Yeah, and, and it's a book, book, uh, cord and crown. There's, so, oh. there's not enough Fred Gwynn t- in the world. Is that? Let's face it. Sadly, he's no longer with us. All right. Well, Mer, All right. what do you have to say about this Monster nugget? Go Home. According to the official title. No, it's Munster. Go home. Exactly. There's an exclamation mark in there somewhere. Um, mm. Ridiculous and goofy. You get pretty much what you would expect from a film about the Munsters going to England. Except it's in color. And there's a new Marilyn for the third time. What? Yes, there was. Herman and Grandpa ham it up in all kinds of ridiculous scenes and a very ridiculous story. Yet... The film does capture the essence and heart of the original show, as well as the humor. Like the TV show, many of the laughs are a bit forced. But there are some genuinely funny scenes, most of them between Herman and Grandpa. Uh, Big Race at the end is definitely the highlight of the film, and I suspect where most of the budget went. Uh, I guess the biggest problem I have with the monsters is they are supposed to be supernatural creatures. A Frankenstein monster, two vampires, whatever the hell Lily's supposed to be. Uh, but they travel on an ocean liner during the day with the windows open so the daylight can come in. They're like Twilight. They're, They're like, like Twilight, Twilight vampires. vampires. <laughs> but, uh, no but, drinking, they but they don't sparkle. They're, they're they don't green. sparkle. No they drinking sparkles. blood, no killing, and Grandpa has to drink a potion to turn into a werewolf. Uh, it's like watching a Twilight film. Uh, lame. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, this movie was a low meh, despite some funny moments. All right. Kev, was, okay, first off, Kev, was this the first time you ever saw anything Munster? With Go Home? Sorry, yeah. Go Home. I, You know what? It was. And and unfortunate, well, I, sorry, not unfortunately. The uh, the new, I watched them backwards, right? Oh, so, uh, no. The that new one before I watched... The, the original ruined version. it for you. Yeah, it right. kind of ruined it for everything. Yeah. So, me personally, uh, I think the 1966 movie was good. It was cute. I mean, it's not. A, I mean, it's not a fucking blockbuster, right? It's not like a, it's gonna fucking like it didn't break block, you know, set records or anything. But it was cute for its time. It was wholesome. It was uh, not overly. I don't know. It just wasn't overly done, in my opinion. And maybe that's coming off the heels of watching them in reverse. Um, So, in my opinion, it was entertaining. It was worth a watch. I don't know if I'd watch it again, but it it was all right. I'm not, like, hating on it. What did you like about it the most? Um, Seeing as how you didn't know these characters. Right. It was just silly. And it was just something to, like throw on for an hour and a half and kind of just laugh at for it's a bit. the definition of light entertainment 
right. It's <laughs> it like super 60s. just. <clears throat> I guess it's not so politically driven, right? Yeah. Like no. a lot of the content that we consume today, it's politically driven and there's there's a lot of undertones. And I... and maybe there was for the time. Uh but they're not it for today. So it felt just wholesomely genuine, just weird shit. It, I, it's funny. Uh, maybe we'll bring it up a little bit later when we do the unpacking. But it's there is some undertone to you know when you're a monster living in a a non monster world. There is kind of that right. under underbelly of racism that sort of flows through the movie a little bit, right? But I guess it's not racism. It's speciesism, maybe. I don't know. Sure. Is that a thing? It's <laughs> species discrimination. It's not. Speci- it's not in your face by any stretch of imagination. No, it's not. Because no. although every time we'll we'll talk about the unpacking. Let me tell you what I thought about Monster. Go home. Oh wait, Kev, was it a meh for you? It was not. It was a yeah for me. This was a Mondo. I would. Ser- I would seriously tell people to watch it. Okay. All right. It's lighthearted. It's seriously. It's something. It's just very easy to watch. Just like Herman, though, when he goes from zero to 60 in Dragula, I have a feeling that that Mondo may go to a different direction when we talk about the next one. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you who did not grow up with the monsters like I did, you need to know, and Bryce has already alluded to this from the beginning, that this is one of these shows that was built with the highest level of cornball humor that you can stomach, which includes the outlandish TV-like music, sight gags, horror comedy puns, and over-the-top 60s-like Mr. Roper over-the-top acting. As I rewatched this, it did make me think, how did this really fit into the mold of what is and what was comedy TV? Because I'm like, okay, it went from TV to movie and did it do it very well. I'm still still debating that. The spooky step from this Three's Company to maybe the movie side of it wasn't a huge leap from going from like a three. Like you can kind of see that this show could have influenced what we saw in the 70s with things like Three's Company. In contrast to me, the Adams Family although grounded in the same culture and exact time frame, seem to have what I remember as better humor and a family that I wanted to spend more time with. Probably why until the Adams family to this date still continues to be refreshed with success and the monsters should have stayed dead and buried in the 60s right after this monstrosity of a film came out. Disagree. I'm sure you do, which is great. I love it. I can see this being a gateway show kind of film for people that, you know, as you, if you're growing up as a kid and you, you're like, I can't take horror. But the Adams Family in this was kind of like, it's kind of an entry gateway to watching horror. After this. But, you, the, but, they're, but they're polar opposites, though. It's true. Right? It's true. Adams Family is more of that darker side, which a lot more people relate to. Yeah. The darker side of the family, right? But the monsters in the '60s, the show, that was for its time. That's what it was. Yeah. Right? You had like the Batman that that was that goofy, 
you know, humor from the beginning. You had like I Dream of Genie, Leave It to Beaver, that just yeah. that cheesy cornball humor. So for its time, it is what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that is what it was at that time. Oh yeah. That, oh yeah, totally. Adam's fam came along kind of you know, there it's just that opposite effect. I think. But it's interesting that both of them are running at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Like it's literally the exact same time. It was like they were running sequential. Yep. And then they both died at the same time. It was kind of like. Well, it, it was the Munsters first. And uh, ironically, you said Batman. Batman is what canceled the Munsters. It got put opposite uh, the Munsters. And yeah, that they couldn't, it couldn't it went, last. Because Batman was the thing back then. Well, so. plus also Batman had that tight swim trunk on. That swim, swim trunk. I mean, right. what was people going to be watching? And the teenage boy. And a teenage and, 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 a teen, and a teenage boy, exactly. So the oh. <laughs> yeah, so so the monsters. There are some endearing characters in here that made yeah. this film somewhat palatable, like Grandpa Herman, and for me, it was always Eddie. But otherwise, watching this again after so many years, I felt like it didn't make me laugh or get scared or want to ever hear the name Monster ever again. And I will quote Eddie at this particular moment in time. When I say, Weirdsville, what a cuckoo pad. <laughs> mm. That's kind of how it felt. Yeah. Of course, I can't rage over my main man, Fred Gwynn. In fact, I would probably give it five Gwyns out of five. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But the movie was too made for TV or TV made for a movie. But laughing at its stupidity and some of the dialogue made yeah. this worth watching. It was a little meh. Mm-hmm. There you go. I had I have some unpacking. Okay. Mm. Uh, I love how they're monsters, yet they have better attic ethics than everybody else than around in England. Apparently, <laughs> right? It's kind of like these are monsters. Shouldn't they be evil, sucking blood, as Marie said? Yeah. But but no, they're they're actually no, and, and and Herman, who's like this huge monster, who probably is like the strength of you know at least you know one of the superheroes, but he's a big giant chicken. He's scared of his own shadow. That's yeah. what. That's why it's funny. It does make it funny because he's like, so. "Look at you!" And so. yet, yet Eddie's not afraid of anything. No, that's, that's about true. What that mouth does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. When he's blowing up that that tire during the race. Oh, yeah. Like, Damn, right. my mouth can blow, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, I can see why <laughs> Lily's pretty happy with him all the time. Um, and what about the butch bondage gear that Herman wears during the race? Like, oh, yeah. And, and the fact that his, and the, I'm assuming the Fonz outfit. that, that um, Rob Zombie's album, Dragula, came obviously directly from this apparently. movie, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, of course, he's obviously a huge fan. Um, <laughs> but some of, the, some of the comments have to be pulled out. Like there's one of the comments by the, the creepy cousin, uncle yeah. dude, whatever he is, where he's like, just look at that girl. She could give us a dozen grandchildren without even noticing. I'm like, what are they talking about? Like, are they basically saying that Marilyn's vagina is like yeah, got no, no, no. That, that got was, no? We don't have we don't have girls like that. That was the, the, the father. Like, of, she was a product of, of, of the sixties. Yeah, no, that was the father of the guy that she was dating. Yeah, exactly. Chris Pine's it's a dad. bygone era. Those yeah. ones that can pump out twelve without even says. noticing. Yeah, I'm kind of like I'm like she, she wait, can give us kids. is this is this is this how you meet your your son's girlfriend? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. 
her, hey, her, how many grandchildren can you pop out? <laughs> well, it, it made it sound like they were just going to literally fall out. It's like, yeah. I, and I don't even oh. know what that means. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I'm having trouble interpreting what he meant by that comment. It was, it was the 60s. Back. It was the 60s. Right? Like, it's 50 years later. I know. <laughs> it just, you know, what... And, was that supposed to be like one of the funny lines? This is where I can't. No, no, that was that was purely just a compliment. <laughs> yeah, <I'm sure. laughs> okay, <laughs> I guess in '66 that was a compliment. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah what, but was she, there even a joke would, about? She would have blushed had she heard. Yeah, I'm sure she would have. She but is that also like also the time with um, the Beverly Hillbillies, where you know Ellie Mae was supposedly I think she was 36 in the show, but. They basically said, you know, if you're older than 13, then it's like, right? Like that whole era of like, you know, they just came out of the point where where women were being married off at 13 years old. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. And they didn't work. Mm. Apparently. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah, it's it's such a dated film in in retrospect for sure. All right. Anything else you want to say about Monster? Go home. Watch it if you like the monsters. If you like it. the monsters, you'll love it. I like Bryce's right. advice though. Like, I think, I think you need to wet your appetite with some with some episodes yeah. first because honestly, they're they're better. Yeah, because they're twenty minutes and they're yeah. yeah. Which is what actually Murray and I did was we after we watched this, we went back and watched a monster episode and then we watched an Adam's, Adam's family, family episode, episode. Mm-hmm. and the Adam's family episode crushed it. It was just mm. like. Yeah, I'm telling you, it yeah, did. I've watched did. them both. Yeah, and the Adams Family crushed it. See, I only, yeah. wa- I only watched the one. It wasn't this one. I mean, they had a giant hand that could pop up anywhere. It's like, yeah. lurch. I mean, can't be mm. anyway. Yeah. We digress. I haven't even like really seen a whole lot of the Adams Family, just for the record. So you oh. should watch Adams Family Values with Joan Cusack Second because one? yeah, yeah right. she is the best thing that's ever happened to the Mr. Adams Family. Pretty good too. <laughs> It's a movie. It's it's amazing. Anyway. It's amazing. Debbie. Okay, on to the new one. Yeah, no, oh on to the... What you God. would think would be the new and improved version of no, The Monsters. Just, just new. Right? All right. This is a reboot of The Monsters that followed a family of monsters and moves from Transylvania to an American suburb. What this was, was a prequel. Herman was. was Herman was still being stitched together. Uh, Lily was dating Nosferatu. <laughs> so good. That was good. Uh, Grandpa has a werewolf nephew or a son. I couldn't even keep it straight. I think it was a son. Um, there was so much wrong with this film. I don't even know where to start. I guess to begin with, uh, not funny uh, at all. What at all? I don't know what you were watching. Horrible casting. Uh, Rob Zombie makes his wife the star of the film. Except yeah. she can't act. Oh, yeah, she can. Uh, the mad scientist put the brain of a dead nightclub comedian into Herman. So funny. And the bad jokes just <laughs> never stop. They were so funny. There was a funny oh, one, hurts. but since Jim took the time to write it down, I'll let him tell it. Uh, I'm not, nor have I ever been a fan of the Monsters. Adam's family was so much better because of the macabre tone and the imagery down to its core. While the monsters was just a typical father's knows best slash leave it to beaver style family sitcom only with monsters and hilarious. Uh, this movie fell off the rails about 45 minute mark. 
After a rambling and unfunny first 30 minutes, with every joke hammered into the ground with the subtlety of a sledgehammer. Which made it funnier. Aside from the light oh. chuckles I got from the Count, uh, the every moment of this film was just awkward and uncomfortable. <laughs> Should have seen us try to watch it. It was so good. <laughs> Manique Jim's tried wife to was... <laughs> yeah, Manique tried to watch it for like five she's, minutes. She's and like, she was what saying. is this? <laughs> She couldn't even watch. I sent Jim a message last night, and I said, "Bro, you're lucky. I love you. Otherwise, I'd shut this shit the fuck <laughs> off." I went, and I was like, literally, I was like ten to fifteen minutes in, and I was like, "This is fucking dreadful." Now, now, Kevin, now. wait your turn. That's right. Oh, sorry. Uh, and yeah, the introduction of Herman Munster as a combination stand-up comedian slash rock star. I know. This so makes you ask, why? Not. The Munster I know. is just a why failure. Not? Hard rage. What? Oh my god, this was so bad. I don't know what you watched. Oh, oh. Hard rage. So oh. Well, really hard. I, I, I literally cannot wait to hear what Kevin has to say. <clears throat> Is it my turn? Oh yeah. yeah. It's your turn now. Oh dude. Fire Unleash away. the rage, buddy. Fire away. Oh, it was bad. Like from the beginning to the end, it was boring as fuck. Nothing was funny. Was All their so stupid funny. little Joe, not funny at all. Like, I literally was trying to. I would rather. I was trying to watch fucking paint on the wall dry. That's how fucking bored I was from the beginning to the end. I will give it to them. Uh, it was well shot. The cinematography was pretty. Their sets were pretty. The colors were pretty. They were very good to the bright colors and shit like that. So that definitely helped me, I guess, be even more bored because I was like, damn, it's so pretty, but I don't want to watch it anymore. <laughs> it's like watching an oil painting. A hard fucking pass. I would not recommend this movie to anybody. It was not funny. Um, they tried too hard for the original cast. I will say it. Their, their casting and the, the way that they, they did the characters were pretty spot on to the original. Uh, when I was watching the uh, Monster Go Home today, I was like, oh, they did a pretty good job. But for the most part, other than that, that's where it falls flat. They're they're just trying too hard. And not only that, but as it was already said, Rob Zombie casts the same fucking people in every movie. And frankly, they're just not good for the parts. They, he needs to kind of uh, venture outside of his wife and his best friend. Just my opinion. So would you say this was a... It went from, like, Herman Munster in his car. This went from... 60 miles an hour from a Mondo from Monster Go Home, Monster Go Home, to this, which is a? It's fucking trash. It's a rage. That'll be rage, yeah. It's a it's a super rage, like hard Like rage. super duper. Is this going to be maybe the worst movie you've seen this year, Kev? No. Okay, but it's close, I right? Scream, I, I watched, it, it's up there. I watched Scream 5 this year on that movie. Oh, yeah, I also watched garbage. that. that made, that's going to probably make my top five, bad five, too. I think that's like easily hands down. I, every time, every chance I get to say how fucking shitty that movie is, they take it because that movie was fucking Screen? trash. A new one? Yeah, we yeah. we would 100 yeah. percent agree with you. Yeah. See, Bryce, you and Kevin may not hate each other by the end of this podcast. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Oh, I can't. I can't forget anything that was just said. <laughs> that's fine. Okay, well, anyways, there, there was a, re- a new one's good. It's fucking trash. There, there was a reason why we put Bryce last in this. So uh, let me tell you what I thought about The Monsters 2022. Mm-hmm. So right from the beginning of this, you can see he modeled the humor 
after the original Munsters, as Kevin had alluded to. How do you know that? Because it's not funny. (laughs) And before seeing this, did anyone ever think to themselves, you know what we're missing in this world? Either one, another Rob Zombie movie. I, yep, and then absolutely. two. And then, and then two, yep. a re- reboot of the Monsters. I was actually asking myself both those questions, yes. Yeah. And so other than Bryce, we, the rest of the world, was anybody else asking those questions? No. Can we get off this fucking reboot train? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's I have a, I, this reboot train has yeah. got to stop sometime, right? Oh, yeah. It's not. Uh, and it's and not. I have a feeling it's going to come up in maybe one of our rages later today. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I'm not saying. So. <laughs> Literally nobody Munsters. was asking for another Rob Zombie movie. Yeah. Or, or the Munsters for that, that matter. Was, that, and. Also, a comedy, like Rob Zombie doing a comedy. Yeah. It's like, first off, that's not your genre, so maybe you should stay away from it. Mm, No. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I think Rob Zombie doesn't have a genre. He can make anything. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, over the 85 horror films that he's already made. No, no, but all brilliant. Kevin, you have to read through the lines sometimes with Bryce because what he's actually saying- yeah, but that was a cartoon. Yeah. So that, you know. What's was it a horror cartoon? <laughs> no, it was a comedy. Oh. It was a comedy. Yeah. But it also oh, wasn't very funny. Go. Yeah. But it also wasn't very funny. Anyway. So. It was excellent, actually. So this film has what I like to call negative charm. Not funny or one funny character and not one likable line of dialogue or one minute of anything worth watching for a consecutive minute. I will give you Count Orloff. 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 Yeah, he was pretty cool. He was good. Nosferatu. And I will give I will give you Kevin's comment about the color saturation in yeah, this oh, film that, that was, was brilliantly done. If you could watch this movie without having to Unreal. listen to it, yep. <laughs> it might be watchable. But there wasn't one consecutive minute of like if you sat down and watched this and watched for an entire minute of at any point in this film, by the time you got to at least forty five seconds, you were wanting to either punch someone, stab yourself in the eyes, or slit your own throat because it's so awful. What were you watching? It was terrible. Did you get some weird bootleg version? No, no. I actually paid money so we could see money, the yes. the 4K version of this. I'm glad I invested that extra money because the 4K oh, thank, showed up really nicely. That, right? Yeah, 4K? the 4K showed up really nicely. So, for those interested, this is apparently, as Murray mentioned, an origin story of the Munsters. Yes. But not the TV show, just Herman and how he hooks up with Lily. Also, unlike the original Munsters, Grandpa is not funny. Eddie does not exist. And was it the smell of death? Or was it Sherry Moon Zombie with her completely awful acting that makes this completely unwatchable for every second of this monstrosity of a film? This has no charm whatsoever through the entire movie that this film, like most Rob Zombie movies, was a painful, painful rage of a film. This was... This could make my top five worst films of this year. Huh. 
Herman Munster tried too hard. He was trying yeah, so, he was. so hard yeah. what are, what are to you relive he wasn't up to lovable. Fred Gwynn yeah. that it was fucking I, annoying. I totally him. disagree. Like, he couldn't, oh, my God. Fred Gwynn He didn't was have absolutely... the right, like, his voice wasn't the same, but he was still yeah. trying to go for yeah. that goofy exactly. fucking laugh. Well, no. And, and, and they made him a superstar, so he, had, he was, like, full of himself. You know what? Right. I'm most excited, though, about this whole rage-filled evolution to get to Bryce is let's hear what Bryce has to say. Okay. <laughs> now you'll hear what this movie actually was. So the Munsters is the latest project from, as mentioned, Rob Zombie. This is a film where you can feel the director's love of his characters shine through every scene. Zombie has great affection for Herman and it shows. Zombie also understands that if you're going to take on a project like this, you have to lean in hard on the campiness of it all. From the 60s style special effects to the use of color and wardrobe to even the humor employed, it all takes us back in time and it does it to great effect. My greatest concern going in was that Jeff Daniel Phillips would not be able to fill the ample shoes of one Mr. Fred Gwynn portraying Herman Munster, but it did not take long to see that he was up to the task and brought a slightly different spin on the character. The whole project relied on him and he did not deliver the and if he did not deliver the whole film was doomed thankfully he was perfect choice for the role the music was also spot on as zeus's score captured a, a feel of a uh, classic sitcom combined with a classic horror film there are a lot of laughs to be had in this and if you let yourself embrace the silliness of it all you will have a very, very good time. Plus, the Count Orlock scenes are priceless. I really enjoyed the Munsters incar this this Munsters incarnation, and I'm looking forward to Rob Zombie taking another crack at it when it inevitably revisits these characters again. Long story short, the Munsters was meh. Huh? All that and it's only a so meh. Let me make sure I understood what you said. Yeah. You said that Jeff Daniels Phillips. Whatever his name Robertson. is. Jeff yeah. Daniel Phillips, yes. Yes, that if if his portrayal, it was hinging on that, and then if it wasn't there, that it would... So the rest Correct. of us all must have thought that he wasn't good. I guess he did, which, which makes and absolutely not, no sense. So. And, and he, I, he did not mention Mrs. Zombie either. I, I can't... He, I, he there can't were, there were times one. in this exactly. movie where I was laughing so with such... Like there was giddy laughter come. Like it was like almost. It was like. Can you remember? Can you like re- I couldn't stop. Can you remember what that was? Because it I'm was still, every was... single cornball joke. Because I let myself get sucked into this. I let myself go back in time fifty years yeah. to to this to yeah. this humor, and it was delivered perfectly. Yeah. This no. was. Were we watching so the same good. movie? Yeah. Because I feel like. This was not Did you watch the 4K version? I did watch the 4K version. So I'm thinking maybe, maybe that you didn't, and that well, I saw something that you did. Do you want to hear the one joke that Jim and I found funny? Yeah. Sure, let's hear it. Herman, uh, have you fellows heard about the new glass coffins? Uh, Mr. Gaiman, no, we have not. Are they successful? Herman goes, remains to be seen, Mr. Gaiman. Remains to be seen. <laughs> that yes. Was, that was funny. It was funny. That one, and there was a, a laundry list of those jokes. No, in it. The only and they were, one. they were rapid fire and everything hit. Bang, bang, no. bang. So, so good. I, I, here's what and I would I could say. I can watch Count Orlock over and over. Yeah, like and if they made if they made a Count you Orlock, get, you get movie. to that first part of the film and you're like, oh, it can't get any better, and then it did. See, now he was and a real vampire. I was, I was, 
I literally watched this whole movie with a smile on my face. At no point did the smile leave my face. I was either smiling or laughing through the entire thing. See, I, I think I can it speak for the rest of us. It was such a pleasure, this I, movie. I think I can speak for the rest of us, and I can say that we were actually crying through the entire movie. I never laughed so hard that I cried, but I did laugh a lot. Oh, I was crying, but yeah, it wasn't. They misused having Elvira in the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. totally. Like, and, she was wasted. And the original Eddie. Yeah. It was a voiceover. Yeah, it was a voice. Like, for someone who wants to pay a proper homage, he... He they, should have done they should have a given lot. Him a role yeah. Plus, he was, plus he has, he, he's doing this as an origin story, so yes. he, he can he can do the next one. Oh, please, God, don't make that. And please, it will also am, be. I am praying to Satan right now that that never happens. That I, if he if he gets the money am, to this, I'm hoping. I'm like, just like Devil's Rejects, we get a trilogy out of this. Ugh. House of a Thousand oh Corpses, awesome. Devil's Rejects, one of the finest films ever made Rage. in the history of well, cinema. I'm not saying it's not bad or it's not good. I'm just saying let's not put it that high of claimed. And three from hell. Yeah, these are no. Here's the and thing. now we're gonna get monsters. I don't monsters know what the next too. one will be called, but whatever it is, it'll be money great. For monsters, monsters go back oh, to Transylvania. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be a two and a three. He'll, he'll get a trilogy he'll, out of this. Maybe he'll direct the parody porn too. See that there would uh, that one would be funny actually. The parody porn <laughs> of this would, would be, be really no. good. Yeah. No, don't and. The monsters are wholesome. Don't do that to the monsters. Not anymore, they're not. I don't know. Like, if I, I kind of want to see the the monster porn, the parody yeah. porn, right? Yeah, we can talk about that and rage about that. Yeah, well, I won't, I won't be raging about. Well, I'm, I'll have a something will be raging, <laughs> but it be won't raging. be it won't be my mentality about the, that movie. I thought that was because I'm here. Well, that's yeah, of course that goes without saying. Oh, well, duh. Yeah, right. My pants are feeling tighter already. But you know the thing the thing for for Bryce, I would agree. I can't believe I'm saying this, that if he did actually go over the top, it would have been funny. But what I thought, and maybe Kevin and Murray will also pipe up here, is that he didn't go there. He didn't. Oh, it wasn't, he leaned into the campiness hard. No. It was too tame. No, it yeah. was too tame. Like, it's okay, the monsters. In, in, the in, monsters are tame. What are you talking about? Yeah, but 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 he didn't really do a, a bridge off of that to make it more campy. He just kind of tried to remake it no, in a vein. Yeah, he no. did. There, it wasn't enough camp. In contrast, um, what's that one with uh, Leslie Nielsen dead and loving it? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The vampire one. Yeah, the yeah, vampire yeah. one. Like, Dracula to me, if he would have tried to do, like, an airplane version or something like a Leslie Nielsen type movie that would have made yeah. this even wacky, then it would have yeah. been fun. But, but this... If he would have spoofed no. him, then yeah. But yeah. he didn't. It was... No. He didn't. Or was, even camp. Why would he spoof them? He loves them. There's no camp to this. There was no yeah. camp. No. I didn't feel the camp. It wasn't as campy as the original. Yeah. Right. It right. was just... Which is I don't know what you guys are watching. The important, the, the other, you, the other important yeah. thing is in here is that you didn't, you only gave it a mess, so that's not bad. Yeah, it is a mess. Your parent, no, it's terrible, but that's okay. I'm glad that I, if you would have said, "Mom," concerned about your rating system. Though. You're, <laughs> you're saying how you're smiling ear to ear, and it was oh, it's got to be most wholesome, it's gotta funny be. thing in the world, and then you're like, it was it, meh. It was meh. Like. It's got to, it's got to, in order to get a Mondo from me, it's got to be supremely, supremely good. And don't get me wrong. This was close. This was very, very close. You're but talking high math? This was definitely a high math, but it, right. it wasn't a Mondo. Okay. There we go. 
But, it, but I am totally looking forward to the next film, which I believe just might be a Mondo. Because you know how sometimes you got the prequels and they're okay, but they, they got to kind of lay the groundwork and everything. Yeah. Then you get into the meat of the characters. You get to really get into the meat oh, once you know. Yeah. And I, I'm looking forward to that. I, I'm looking it's forward be to spectacular. For the record. Yeah, yeah. Kevin will won't not be watching that. Kevin won't I come won't back if we won't <laughs> And I am glad that you won't be. Next watching year we'll do Adam's this. family. Well, thank you. <laughs> See, this is why this is the beauty of our podcast, right? Uh so all right. I monsters. feel like if you're gonna reboot something, especially like like everybody knows about the monsters, right? Yeah, you need to almost go over the top to have your own identity. Yeah, right. To have your own feel to it. It did. It didn't. It, but it didn't. It yeah. was literally like. But it did. It was like a. It was like a fucking wish knockoff of the show. Yeah. From the nineties. I kind of. I kind of feel that. Fucking the script on Wish. That is actually. That's a really good analogy. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> like from Fiverr or some shit. Like fucking. <laughs> hey, I need a. I, I need a script. <laughs> yes. Watch hey. an episode of this. And I thought it was very well written. There we have man. it. Supremely but, but, directed man. by one of the all-time great directors, Mr. Rob Zombie, uh, who can really do no oh wrong. And it's kind of, it's unbelievable that he can just make you masterpiece know, after you masterpiece know what was after missing after in this movie was What's Ben that? Affleck. That's right. Then it would have been a Mondo for him. <laughs> ben Affleck you know should have played Herman Monster. As I've said many times, <laughs> Ben Affleck can do no wrong. The man... <laughs> oh <laughs> now you know where Bryce comes from. If you, if you want to cast, right now, if you want to cast <laughs> Queen Elizabeth, I say put Ben Affleck forward. If they, if they want to do like a biopic of her life, because you know, I think Could Ben Affleck would be Elizabeth? perfect. Sure. If you want to do, I don't know. Let's say a uh, period piece from France, from what is the, from uh, from the 1600s. <laughs> ben Affleck. <laughs> You can't, you can't be serious. Like, oh, he, he is totally. We had this argument many times. He is, he is the finest actor of ours or any other's generation. And and on that note, oh my God. yeah, if anybody's still listening, let's switch uh, gears. <laughs> I need to question why you're friends with this guy. <laughs> Rob Zombie, know. greatest director. Ben Affleck, greatest actor. Yeah, one of the all-time uh, greats. Man. Well, ben Affleck is the greatest, yes. Oh, man. <laughs> um, my, my brain is, like, not comprehending what's going on. It's, yeah, it's now... I'm we, right, right there with you. You know, one of the things that guests that come plus, on our show actually say... Plus, he's a master writer and a master director. I, ben course. Affleck can do no wrong. I, yeah, he's... The best. He's, he's, he's the best. He's the He's the best. Um, wink, wink. But, you know, one of the things that a lot of our guests say is that they felt like they were normal people before they came on our podcast, and then we kind of destroyed them. Like, yeah, we la- them. Our, last, our last year's episode, I think George said, like, you broke me. I am now yeah. broken. Yes, I remember him saying that. Yeah. And, and oh, so yeah, I, I you're welcome right now. Like, I can't feel like half my body. That's right. I'm, so so we <laughs> we have accomplished our goal of He's destroying nuts. the souls of our of our guests. And Kevin, now welcome to the party. <laughs> no wonder why you have it on. You've now been initiated. During how much in their soul. This is like your Halloween fuel for the whole year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you know what? Soul sucking is what we do best. There's a lot of sucking that goes on here. All right. Well, this is a perfect time to transist 
into Tran- that would be transition. Transist into transist. Transistor. Transistor. Transist. I don't think is a word, Jim. Trans transcendental. It's, it's part of a word. Is transcendental a word? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna transcendental. No. <laughs> Switch gears. <laughs> we're gonna transcendental into something what mental oh, with a with a know, segment wow. we we now like to call campfire with Kevin. Campfire with Kevin. That's right. So uh, we've talked about this many, many times. And actually, there's been evolutions to, I think, all of us. But I'll speak for everyone because we know this. Murray's favorite horror genre is vampires. Mm -hmm. Still, right, Murray? Yes. Bryce's is intellectual psycho films. Is that it? Something like that? I just like like horror movies where, uh, where there's like a lot of slow walking. Yeah. Right, so yeah, so what is that? Second and, 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 and slow pre- build up, and preferably not a lot happens. So the yeah. genre would be called what? Um, it'd be like a spooky horror movies of all time. Spooky walking around film. Spooky, <laughs> a spooky scary walking film. Yeah, it did a lot of walking. I like this. That's a, that, yeah, and and there's quite a few films in that genre. Yeah, they're they're all good. Uh, mine would probably still be zombies, but. Subsections to body horror because I'm still in love with body horror. Yeah, body horror is good. I like body horror. Body horror is delectable. Yes, especially by the people who do it well. Yes, which we were very blessed this year to see some pretty good body horror. Yes. So, Kev, what would you say is your favorite horror genre, and do you have a film that you love in that genre? I would probably say slasher slasher slash psychological horror okay so like we're talking 70s 80s kind of horror genre where it's that has that slow burn to the build-up to to the culmination of it and probably one of my favorite even though we talked shit about the new one which by the way i have hellraiser tattooed on my arm right yep uh hellraiser is by far one of my most favorite um horror movies of all time but if I had to pick for this, I would probably say Pet Cemetery, mm. just because oh. it goes off of the theme uh, with Fred Gwynn. Okay. Because it's kind of like one of the first movies I saw as a kid. And so it kind of like ignited that, you know, that horror flame within me. Yeah, it's funny how that is because like for me, that movie was Dawn of the Dead, and it's still my favorite movie of all time. People can tell me, you know, there's some dumb stuff about that, but I, it's not going to sink into my brain whatsoever, right? Like, what, what, what's right. Bryce? What would you say is like your still one of your favorites from when you were a kid that you saw? From when I was a kid, yeah, that you still kind of think back on and go, oh man, I don't care if this is crappy now. Like, for for me, when I when I was a kid, I mean, it was it was Nightmare on Elm Street, so the original, the original one? Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street. What about you, Murray? You weren't really a horror dude when you were a kid. No, I wasn't. So. My first... Well, Oh, I can guess. That, I can I guess? I grew up with all the churchins, so I, we didn't watch a lot of horror movies. Can I guess? Uh, Is yeah. it The Lost Boys? No, that was... What? I was like in high school by then. <laughs> what? Uh, no. Uh, Evil Dead. Uh, that was the first... That's a good one. Her movie I ever loved was Evil Dead. But it was the second Evil the Dead. The second one. Yeah, I actually yeah. hadn't seen the first one, but then I read... Bruce Campbell's book it made me want to see the original because I read what they went through to get the first one done. It was yes. just phenomenal. But yeah, no, Evil Dead was my real first real exposure to horror films. I didn't like any slasher films. None of the big three. 
even to this day, I think they're all dumb, but that's just me. When, when I was like seven years old. Yes. I watched the, the movie that probably gave me nightmares more than anything. And I think it was just because I was such a sensitive young man. You still are a sensitive young you are. man. But uh, The Elephant Man. Oh, wow. Because, and, and and I and it is a and make no mistake, it is a horror movie. <laughs> well, for a seven year old, it's yeah. like severely horror yeah. movie. And I literally could not sleep for like three days after watching that movie. And it was mostly that I couldn't understand how people could be so mean to him. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, well, yeah. And as a, as a and, it, and it affected right? me, I tell you. Oh my! It was horrifying. So, Kev, have you gone back? Okay, I'm assuming you're talking the first Pet Cemetery. So, yes. What, what's your thoughts on the second Pet Cemetery? The, re- the remake? Yeah. The reboot? Yeah. I haven't watched it. Okay. Yeah, don't. I, I'm kind of going, getting on side with that mentality now. It's like I don't need, if I like the original, I don't need to see a remake or a reboot. And if I didn't Here's like the original, unless with the caveat, unless Rob Zombie does it, then it's like for me, it's it's actually cemented that I don't want to see it. But that's all. Here's the thing, right? So like you have. A yeah, don't remake the thing. Films. Like, oh. you have a generation like Pet Cemetery then and now, right? Yep. It was a slow burn build up. They developed the characters, they developed the storyline, and you were immersed in it, right? Yep. You, you could put yourself into the story, right? That was what was so great about, you know, movies like The Shining, Pet Cemetery, those kinds of movies. You could really like envelop into the characters. The problem now is that it's either A, they're just going for gore, or B, they're just going for the jump scare. That's it. Yeah. And neither of those are scary, right? Not, I mean, they are, but not. Right? So it's, and they're only an hour and 20 minutes, an hour and 30 minutes long sometimes. And it's like, dude, you don't really get the whole, the whole story, you know? And I think they're just, trying to play on that oh we're gonna jump at you and and then we're out you know what i mean so yeah and frankly the reboot remake bullshit is just it's getting old it's it's getting too much i can't i can't do it anymore i'm fucking over it well this may the be monsters it. cemented it for me yeah like, that was like, <laughs> i was like fuck this i was already there but <laughs> yeah we were going rob zombie nah there's like rob zombie go home so good this is a really good segment. It's a really good segue. I was about to say that. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. And just because you're mixing it up, Bryce is going to start. Yeah, I understand. I don't go first with these. You are today. You are today. Does this make you angry? Yeah. All right. Fuel that rage. Anyways, my rage is the fact that on Friday, October 21st, Terrifier 2 opens in theaters, but not in Calgary. What? Or anywhere else in Canada, except for three theaters in Ontario. Once again, the films that I want to see in the cinema get a limited release, which always seems to exclude anywhere near me. Wah, wah. So how are we going to get to see Terrifier? Is it coming out on a streaming platform? I'm sure it will eventually, and I'm sure it will get there very quickly mm. because of the amount of theaters. That, like even in the states, it's not getting any sort of widespread release. So it'll probably be one of those deals where it's in theaters this week and maybe a BOD within two weeks. But but, but that, this is the thing that's most annoying I just, about I it. S- but 
if ever there was a movie that should be seen in theaters, with, in theaters with, yeah, you know, there that's that's one of them that oh. should absolutely be seen with other people. Oh, other than in you. big, big. Other than what? Other than just you. Oh well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. You don't know how many times, Cap, that we've been in the theaters lately, where it's just the three of us in yeah. the theater. So. For real? Yeah, for oh, yeah. real. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's sad. It was super awesome. We went one week, there was two other people in the theater, and they were sitting right next to where our seats were. Because <laughs> we have assigned seats now. So we picked two seats, the second row just up a bit. And these this couple was sitting like one seat over from us. And the rest of the theater was empty. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, Jim bought his ticket like an hour and a half before the movie. So obviously they saw somebody was yep. sitting there. And they went, you know what I, I want to do as we come Spread out of the pandemic? COVID. Let's just be closer <laughs> to these people. Yeah. yeah so yeah, no, well, we go on Mondays and that's usually either one of the quieter A nights, slower. But, yeah, yeah, true enough. Because Fridays are insane. They're just super busy, but. Yep. Anyway. All right, Mer. All right, then. Well, I'm going to borrow yours. Nice. Uh, yeah, rage, okay. Um, as I mentioned before, I never really liked the Munsters. Except Grandpa, maybe. Despite the fact the original show got better ratings, the Addams Family was way better. First off, the theme song was way better. Oh, hell no. Who even remembers the Munsters theme song? I do. I guarantee you that everybody knows the words of the Adams family. It's true. We were singing it when Doesn't we watched the good. episode. Uh, let's compare the characters. Dun 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 See, Kevin, he does this too. He's always interrupting my my moments too. I felt like we gave him the floor and he should up. How is that not better than stupid Adam's okay, family? Hold on, hold and on, hold much on. like okay, with so Rob Zombie, the only one who likes that. of bullshit. Yeah. But what's the Adam's family? Let's hear it. All together, Uki. Yeah, Adam's family. Da 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 da. Garbage. Da 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 da. I'm sorry. Which would you rather listen to it on your stereo? You go and play them both. There's no way that you're listening to the frickin' Adams Family over the Munsters theme song <laughs> unless you're a total you frickin' are. idiot. I'm gonna listen to any TV theme song on my stereo. That's why I watch TV. I, I gotta admit, with Murray there, I don't like TV theme songs. So. Like this is an argument. Neither I, do I. Except for the Munsters TV theme song is awesome. I would totally play that. I kind of do like the Munsters. It's anyway. awesome. <laughs> Don't tell me that it's not. If I may continue. Yes, please do. Mr. Interrupts Everybody. That's right. Um, let's compare the characters. Gomez versus Herman. No competition. Herman was a huge beast, but by nature, a giant chicken. And hilarious. Uh, Gomez and was a cut. He was a kind-hearted Romeo, but he could probably kill somebody if he wanted to for his paramour. Gomez would do that. Plus, Watch. Gomez was loaded. Herman had to go to work for a living. Ugh. Ugh. So uh, Lily, Another reason to like him more. Lily yeah. versus Morticia. Uh, yeah, Lily is a daughter of a vampire and obviously loves Herman very much. But come on. Morticia is drop-dead gorgeous and yet still frightening. Um... 
Uncle Fester versus Grandpa. Can't really pick here. They're both awesome. Uh, Grandpa makes potions. Fester has a cool light bulb trick. The kids. Wednesday kicks ass on all of them. That's true. She's just freaking weird and truly creepy. But I would take Eddie over Pugsley. Uh, yeah, I'm getting to that. Oh, sorry. She's just capable of <laughs> horrific stuff. See, they always interrupt me every time. And they wonder why my minute goes long. <laughs> but you're, they you're won't saying exciting Why are you always talking so long for? Exactly. We've interrupted you five fucking times. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Kevin. Um, Marilyn was cute, but basically a meaningless character. Um, Eddie was better than the boring Pugsley, though. I'll give you that much. Uh, the creepiness factor. Adam's family had Lurch. Cousin It. Thing. Aristotle the Octopus. A man-eating plant. A pet lion. Piranhas. Fang the Jaguar. And a pet vulture. Yeah, it's too much to keep Monsters had a pet bat. Who was awesome. Oh, and Eddie's pet dinosaur. Yep. Uh, no yeah. contest. Spot. Spot. Yeah. I love Spot. Spot was cool. Spot's awesome. Finally, the legacy. The Munsters had a number of unsuccessful and low-rated TV t- movies and specials over the years. The Adams Family had two big Hollywood films, and there's a new Netflix series. I, I will give it to the Munsters in one category, their ride. The Adams Family drove around in a limo. Munsters had a hot rod that was built by the same guy who built the Batmobile. Sweet. Vroom, vroom. Nice. So that's my... So sorry, what was your rage again? Uh, why the Adams Family is we better. Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. It was nonsense. Well, I was forced to watch the Munsters. <laughs> I think that's ultimately... <laughs> Hold on. The Rob Zombie version. Well, yes. One, yeah, yeah. So especially the specific. It's like so, so version. good. <laughs> anyway... Nice. Uh, I guess you're up. You're up, Kev. What's your rage for this Halloween season? So this Halloween season is the lack of good horror films this year. Mm. Uh, I've seen the new Hellraiser. It's fucking not good. Uh, watch the new Halloween movie. I can't wait to night. watch it now. Not good. Uh, Scream 5 sucks. Uh, Incantation, in my opinion, wasn't that good. Uh, I just haven't... The, the horror genre needs something, and, and I, I don't know if I have the answer for it, but it is not what we have. It needs right to be scary. We, we have the answer for it, Kev. What's it's that? Terrifier 2. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. apparently it's making people throw up in theaters. Right? Yeah. Nice. And and we're not going to get to see it. So yeah. they, they, The world is protecting us, or maybe it's the CDC, is protecting us from the awesomeness that it would be the only good horror movie that's coming out for Halloween season. I feel like it's like a film raid road trip time. Like, oh, there you go. Kevin's not that far. He's only about sixteen hour drive. Sixteen. Right. Actually, Murray, you could go see you could go see 16. Kev when you're in Vegas. There you live. There you go. Yeah, we can go see Terrifier too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you're gonna have to cuddle Murray afterwards though, because he, he gets scared. Yeah, horror movies. Don't he denounces me. Rob Zombie. Yeah. Like, Did, uh, me? I, I can't stand Rob Zombie. He's on board. No, oh, it's Bryce who loves right, Rob cool. Zombie. Cuddling the board. Let's do it. <laughs> nice. Right. Okay, so my rage this week. Well, actually, it's the season. I would kind of. I'm going to take a little piece from all of you. Mm. I'm going to 100% agree with Bryce that I wanted to see Terrifier 2 in cinemas. I am going to 100% agree with Kevin 
that there's been a lot of terrible, terrible, at least just not great horror films that we've got access to. And the ones that are good, I don't think we get, we even get. So that's the, that's the worst part of it. I'm going to partially agree with Murray because I did like the Adams family more, but I'm going to agree with Bryce that I like the Munsters theme song better. I'm sorry. I just do. And then finally, my biggest rage was that I did in fact choose for us to watch Munsters yes. 2022. So good. Thank you for that. Yes. <laughs> I was, was going to watch it anyways. <laughs> you're, you're so yeah, welcome. we know you were. Well, I would have too. I just felt, you I know what? Have. If we can't share our rage with our best friends, then who yeah. can we share our rage with? Right, Kev? Absolutely. But this was fuck you for choosing this film. I'm just going <laughs> to play that right now. You didn't want to have me on to have fun. You wanted to fucking torture me. That that's kind of what that's kind of what we did. You're, you're very yeah. you're very welcome. All right then. <laughs> Rage subsiding. Oh shit. Pulse slowing. Anger fading. Hello, and welcome to the Jury Room Podcast. My name is Kevin. And I'm your host. The Jury Room Podcast is a true crime podcast, which is also home to the Addicted series. If you haven't checked it out, definitely go listen, subscribe. You won't be disappointed. The Jury Room Podcast covers serial killers, missing persons, conspiracy theories, unsolved mysteries. The Jury Room Podcast can be found on most major podcasting platforms. Definitely go subscribe. Turn on notifications, stay safe, and thanks for listening. The music is so spooky. It is. <laughs> Very spooky. So, so Kev, uh, tell all the ragers where they can find you. Absolutely. You can find the Jerry Room Podcast. Most major podcasting platforms to search the Jerry Room of True Crime Podcast. Uh, I know the trailer said that it's home to the Addicted series, which I do have episodes up for that, but I'm actually going to put that into its own show. Um, so you can search Addicted, um, again, anywhere, you, most major podcasting platforms as far as social media, Jury Room Podcast. If you want to send me an email, Podcast at gmail.com. Um, I am super grateful super grateful for the opportunity to be on with you guys this was awesome i really uh enjoyed coming on and i uh, hope you guys have me back man this was awesome the next time we have something delicious to torture you with we will absolutely have you on <laughs> <laughs> well we can't thank you enough for coming on and uh just supporting us on social media as for as many years as you have absolutely. and um we can't wait to see what you got coming out in january so It'll, it'll be yeah, good luck. fabulous. I'm glad to be here. Well, thanks, Kevin. It has been way too long for us to have you. Thanks, Ragers, for listening. Thanks to Casey, the voice of Rage Ardair. Please, everyone, listen to the all the horror episodes. And let's keep horror alive. Please like, subscribe, and share our podcast. Follow us on social media everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Dares to see terrible movies to fuel our rage. But no matter what you do... Please make us rage. That's it for this special of the horror episode. A rage on. Rage.
Ray John. John.